Today's In Conversation with Ivy's Accelerated MBA guest is Mylena Mednikoff, Ivy MBA Class of 2022. Mylena, thank you for joining us today to speak about your experience at Ivy. Happy to. Well, first off, thank you. Thank you for inviting me on the podcast, Nick. I'm really excited about our discussion today. Uh, so I'll start off with a bit of an introduction uh, about myself. I'm currently the Chief of Staff to the CEO of McCain Foods. And McCain Foods is the world's largest producer of everyone's favorite products, French fries. Uh, and a little bit of a fun fact about McCain. So more than one in every four fries eaten around the world is made by McCain. Uh, and in my current role at McCain, what I do is I work alongside the global CEO and the senior leadership team to develop, structure, and implement key strategic initiatives across McCain's global operations, which span 160 countries. And then prior to taking on that role, I worked in corporate strategy and corporate development at McCain. And then prior to McCain, I was a management consultant at Deloitte for a number of years. And then academically, as you know, I have my MBA from Ivy and my BBA from the Schulich School of Business, where I also did a study abroad in Prague. That's great. So tell me a bit about that before we jump into kind of other parts of your career. Um, you did some study abroad in, in Prague, and, and I'm curious if you can share more about that and talk about kind of that global view that that probably introduced to you. Yes, I would love to. I really do enjoy talking about the experience. So happy that you asked. Um, when I was in my final year of the BPA at Schulich, I completed the semester abroad at Prague's University of Economics and Business. And honestly, reflecting on it, it was the most incredible experience. So while I was there, I had the opportunity to make friends with people from all around the world. Uh, and it's been many years since the program, but I'm still in touch with many of the friends I made in Prague. So it was really amazing to have that experience and to have that experience meeting people from all around. Um, and I got to submerge myself in a new culture for an extended period of time. And I think there's not too many opportunities in life where you actually get to do that and fully live in a different culture for an extended period of time. So for sure gives you a broader appreciation and perspective. Um, and while I was there, I was able to travel to 15 other countries in Europe. Uh, so that was an incredible experience. Uh, and traveling around Europe was really easy because you can get on a train and you're in a different country uh, in just a few hours, right? And so that was something I tried to take as much advantage of to be able to see and experience as many different cultures while I was there. Um, and it was just a really amazing experience. And honestly, anyone who can do a study abroad program, I highly, highly recommend it. Now, did you have such a global perspective, or at least when you were studying in your undergrad, did you think you would end up on such a significantly uh, large and global scale organization like you are now? Well, it was always something that I hoped to do. Um, I wanted to do that, but I think that it gave me even further of an appreciation having these global experiences. It gave me a different understanding and perspective on working with individuals from different cultures and trying to understand the different ways of doing business and the different, you know, traditions that people have and adjusting and learning about those cultures. I think it opened my mind. Uh, which I think definitely benefits me at McCain because we work with people from all around the world, right? And so having an appreciation and ability to adjust to different cultures, I think really helps me form relationships at work. Great. Now, Mylena, you obviously had a great experience in that undergraduate kind of studies, 
the international uh, uh, semester in year abroad, and and then an early career success in consulting, and then making a move to the food and beverage manufacturing kind of sector. What was it that drew you to Ivy? Yeah, so I was really keen on doing the MBA at Ivy for a few reasons. I think the first was the case method of learning. So everyone knows that Ivy's main method of learning and teaching is through cases. And because Ivy has this approach, um, for me, I was excited to have the opportunity to practice problem solving on actual business challenges faced by real leaders across a large range of industries in a safe environment, right? Because it's a safe learning environment, but you get to actually experience and practice real issues. Um, So for me, the reason I was personally set on the case method of learning is because I think it's super reflective of the real business world. You, in the real world, need to make decisions on complex, cross-functional issues with limited information. And at Ivy, an important part of the case method is the lively class discussion that happens when you're taking up the case. And I think that's also really highly reflective of a really important skill for leaders in the real world. And that's to align stakeholders with a wide range of perspectives on a particular path forward. And I think what was really neat is that Ivy, you get to practice this, but you get to practice it with classmates that'll challenge you and make you think about things in a very different way. But at the end of the day, it's a safe practicing environment that you can then transfer those learnings into the real world. And then I think what's really cool is that the cases were all based on real past business situations that companies face. So if I reflect back to my own cases that we did, you know, whether it was Best Buy facing e-commerce challenges or Amazon forming alliances to expand globally or Gap leveraging data analytics to drive sales or Google shifting its corporate cultures, there was a big range of different types of cases that we did about notable companies. And what I was able to take away from that personally was best practices, things to do and things not to do. Uh, And I was able to apply that to my work right away, which was, I think, an incredible part of the experience. So that's, that's really the first reason why I chose Ivy. And then the second, I think, has to do with the curriculum. So beyond the teaching method, the curriculum has a really strong focus, as you know well, on developing well-rounded leaders. Um, So especially as someone who had already done a business undergrad, one of the things that was driving my decision to do the MBA was figuring out, okay, well, how do I round out my experiences? Now that I have a few years of work experience, I have the business undergrad education, what are the things that I want to do to round myself out as a leader? And I think what was really neat about Ivy is in the curriculum, there's courses that I think are super valuable for leaders for the long term. Um, So if I think of a few that I got to experience, uh, negotiation comes to mind, innovation, data analytics, impact and influence. They're just really unique set of courses that uh, push you to apply and practice learnings uh, in different scenarios. And I think that's the best way of becoming more confident as a leader is just practicing, right? And so we were able to practice these in different types of scenarios that were reflective of the real world. Um, so that was my second reason. And then finally, the third, I think, is the alumni network. Um, so attending Ivy allows you to join this incredible community of influential business leaders, both in Canada and globally, 
Um, and I'm a very, very strong believer in the power of building a good network because after all, there's nothing really that we can accomplish that's great uh, on our own. So we really need to have that strong network. Um, and so for me, I thought that was a really big driving force. And then not only the alumni network, but you get this incredible ability to build bonds with your classmates, right? Whether it be through your learning teams or your projects or through different things like the study uh, study trip at the end, um, you get to build these bonds with people who then become your lifelong friends. Um, so I really value those friendships. And if I just think back to when I saw you a few weeks ago at the Ivy celebration in Toronto, the 100th uh, anniversary celebration, it made me really appreciate and feel privileged to be part of this incredible community because I got to attend it with my classmates and meet so many inspiring individuals who attended Ivy. And so it really solidified the fact that I get to be part of this incredible network of individuals. You know, in those three points that you just shared, it really does kind of come back to this idea of it, it really is about how you learn and who you learn with. Uh, the case method approach to instruction, but then also that only works with the cohort that's kind of dedicated to putting in that work and developing those relationships and and really supporting each other through it. Um, in in this kind of transformational educational experience, and Ivy refers to it as the Ivy Leadership Essential. These these five points that kind of um, uh, you you develop through the case method approach to instruction, and it's. It's leveraging team talent, it's communicating persuasively, embracing complexity, managing priorities, and driving action, and really kind of making those decisions um, as you move into more senior level leadership roles. So I guess, you know, your version of the MBA at Ivy allowed you to continue to work while you were developing these Ivy Leadership Essentials. Um, what shifts did you observe in yourself kind of as you were working through the program, and then once the program was done, and you kind of had the chance to really apply that 14 months of your study to your career moving forward? Yeah, so after the FBA, I reflected on noticing a few key things that, that I picked up in the program and then was regularly applying. So um, the first one, I would say, is the way that I would prepare for case discussions in the MBA program later influenced how I would then prepare for meetings at work. And um, so in the MBA case discussions, we would often debate different perspectives and we would challenge each other's points of views. So as I was preparing, I would think about, okay, well, what are the opposing points of views that people might bring up and how can I prepare to address them and how can I prepare to add to the discussion of those different points of views? So now when I'm preparing for meetings, I carry forward this thinking or this way of thinking and learning. And so when I'm preparing for a meeting, I'll proactively think about, okay, who's going to be at the table and what are their different perspectives? What type of questions could they ask? Where are they coming from? Where is their mind at when they're going into this meeting? And so what I'll do is as I'll prepare, I'll potentially ask others in the organization that may know some of the stakeholders well or, you know, may have experience based on what we're talking about, where the person's mind may be at. And I'll actually in incorporate that in my preparation process. So, for example, I recently led a project that included a project launch and uh, a product launch and a marketing campaign. 
Um, and as I was aligning the stakeholders on the recommended path forward, what I did was I did a little bit of research with the, the stakeholders and their teams on where their minds at with this product launch, what their concerns are. And then every time I would prepare for a recommendation, I would incorporate those different perspectives in that with that specific person and then proactively address their concerns. So that way of preparing for cases then transferred to the way that I would prepare for meetings. And then I would say the second point was that throughout, and I mentioned this earlier, but throughout the MBA, there were so many opportunities to practice communicating and practice applying learning. So what I think that the MBA really gave me the opportunity to do is get more comfortable communicating with confidence. Um, and I think one class that's really notable on this was the impact and influence class. Um, so whether it was actually that class or negotiations or many of the other courses, um, there was a really big focus on building confidence in how you communicate and how you show up. And so I've definitely noticed that following the program, I've seen myself show up with greater confidence in very high stakes situations that I may have previously not felt as comfortable in. So, and I think all of that is because Practice was key in all of our courses. Um, so that's that's the second. And then the I would say the third is really that through the program, uh, when we were contributing to class discussions, we were evaluated on making value add comments. So when we were evaluated on our class participation, it was all about, do you help advance the discussion? Does your comment add value to the discussion? Did it help someone else in the class learn? Um, and for me, I think what this taught me, and we often didn't have too long of a time to contribute, right? So you had to be really concise with your point of view. And so now the way I think about carrying that forward is at work, uh, when I'm in a meeting, if I'm making a comment, I try to ensure that my comment is well thought through. And I try to apply the lens of, okay, will this comment add value to the discussion? And I ask myself, okay, how is this comment going to address either a concern or help someone learn something that they may have not previously learned or how will it push the conversation forward. So I think that simple lens of how we were being evaluated has carried through and how I try to show up in discussions. And then lastly, um, the MBA program is quite busy, as you know, uh, and so it forces you to develop discipline. And to the point you made earlier on really being able to select priorities um, and, and be mindful of priorities and prioritization, I think what it did was it forced discipline. And that discipline becomes a habit. Um, and in order to maximize the experience, you really had to be disciplined with how you approached it. So I noticed I've carried this discipline forward after the program, uh, or at least I've tried to do my best to carry it forward uh, since the program. So whether that be from simple things like being regimented with my daily workout or being efficient with work and time boxing certain things to make sure that I can get through my tasks and, and spend my time where it really needs to, to be dedicated. So I think that discipline is something I try to bring forward in my daily life. That's wonderful. You know, you hit on something that's all, uh, you know difficult to capture sometimes with the case method approach to instruction is that that evaluation. How are you assessed in the classroom? And and there's kind of two components to it. There's the benchmarking of 
where you are individually and what that growth is in relation to kind of your engagements um, and then that contribution and and ensuring that you're not just taking up space and taking up air, that you're actually adding value um, to the conversation at hand and to the decision point that has to get made. So uh, thanks for kind of mapping that out, because I know that's always something that people who have not engaged with the case method approach uh, are always curious about, you know, how if we don't have exams and, and tests as the main evaluation uh, measure, then then how do we get assessed? So that's great. And obviously, it translates right to your work and, and into your life even today, um, as you try and be as disciplined as that busy schedule that you had for 14 months. Yeah, <laughs> you know, sure. on, on that note, I, I guess... Your story is so incredible and, and the success that you've had and, and where you're at in your career right now. Um, and going through the Ivy MBA program, you're in a really good position to maybe provide some guidance to someone who might be thinking about studying at Ivy. So what would you um, provide as advice to someone who is just starting their MBA um, or maybe on the cusp of submitting an application? What would you tell them? Yeah, so I think for someone who's just starting the MBA, I want to come back to my earlier point about building strong connections with classmates. So I think if you're just starting your MBA, at least for me, a big part of the benefit of an MBA program is the bonds that you make with your classmates who then become your support network, they become your personal board of advisors, they become your long lifelong friends. Um, these people matter a lot. And so I think making it a priority to spend time on forming and nurturing those bonds is really, really important. And to our earlier conversation, there are so many competing priorities as you're going through the program, and it's so busy that it can be quite challenging to say, hey, I need to prioritize forming and nurturing my friendships. But honestly, that's the part that stays with you forever, and it's so critical. Um, and I think in addition to the strong connections you form in group projects and learning teams, um, you sometimes forget to reach out to people you may have not had a chance to talk to in the program. So I have a, a personal example about this. Um, well, we were doing the study trip, so the Silicon Valley study trip that we did near the end of the program. Um, a lot of we had to pick a roommate. And a lot of people were reaching out to people they had already worked with for a long time and known well. And I'm like, okay, well, I could take that path. Or because it's really the final part of the program, why don't I take this as an opportunity to meet and get closer to someone that I've not had the benefit of spending as much time with yet? So I had reached out to one of my classmates in the class that I hadn't known well at all, really, like we had known each other just through the class. And I asked her if she'd be my roommate. Um, and she she actually was so excited. She's like, oh, I, I was surprised that you had asked me because we didn't know each other so well yet. But I'm so happy that you did. And then we had the best time on the trip. And we got to know each other better. And now we're very, very close. And so what I would say is throughout the program, make it a priority to form those friendships and try to meet and, and form friendships with people that you may not have naturally been exposed to through the program. That would be one piece of advice. And then uh, the other piece of advice I would give um, to someone who's starting the program is to write down for yourself your why. So why did you decide to pursue the MBA? And not only just 
say it in your mind, but actually write it down, put it on a note that you could revisit throughout the program. And the reason I think this is important is because you're almost setting an intention for yourself. Uh, and you're reminding yourself regularly of your why. And because of that, you can almost focus your attention, energy and time on achieving the goals you set for yourself. I'd say at the same time, though, is it's important to be flexible on your why. So keep it broad enough that you can leave yourself some room to explore and do things differently. Uh, but make it enough so that you are able to focus because it is an important time of self-reflection and growth, but it's also a great time to be focused with your time. Um, so I can share my personal why. So for me, my why was to hone key leadership skills that would allow me to accelerate the pace of my professional development. So that's what I wrote down on my piece of paper. Uh, and the way that I thought about it, and this evolved throughout the program, of course, but it was focusing on skills such as influencing a wide range of stakeholders, understanding how to anticipate the future and think ahead more. Um, Cause these are behaviors that I observed in successful leaders that I had admired in, in my organizations. And so I thought, Okay, as I think about kind of step changing my career, these are the things that I know I need to hone in on, uh, whether it be communicating with confidence or, you know, influencing individuals. Um, and so I regularly reminded myself of this why as I was going through the program, and it really helped focus my attention um, and, and learnings from the program. Um, so, for example, whenever there was an opportunity to practice these these skills, I would put up my hand and try to get those those experiences. Um, and impact and influence was one class that was really good for this, because in the class, we would often, you know, have the opportunity to put up our hand and practice in front of everyone. And so that could be quite daunting. But because I made this my why, I would push myself to do this, even though it was sometimes very uncomfortable. That's, that's so incredibly inspiring to hear kind of that that um, being able to maybe take that little jump and and have a roommate that you've never really engaged with yet and to raise your hand and and attempt to contribute and, and follow along that why. Mylena, thank you so much for your time today. I know that you are actually quite busy, even though you're no longer in the program um, <laughs> with the work that you do. Um, and we really do appreciate it. And thank you so much for sharing some of your experience uh, as a student and now alumni of Ivy Business School. And thank you. I really enjoyed our discussion. I appreciate you having me on. So thank you so much. <laughs>